Always Sunny sub that I follow, really? and in It's Always Sunny, Frank is a part of the LA riots, and you can see him stealing like ski gear. <laughs> Where do you think I got this guitar that I'm playing? Huh. It's 187 on a mother effing cop. Wait, Where so were you? Is today so? Today's the anniversary of the LA riots. Yeah. What year was it? Ninety-two. April 29th, nineteen ninety-two. There was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? Wow, that's so long. Ago. April 29th, twenty twenty. There's pandemic in the streets. Tell me, where were you? And I'm live from the biscuit bunker. It's the biscuits and gravy show. Yay! Yay! The biscuits and gravy show. Who's I'm the host. <laughs> Chuck Sauce, I'm here in the Biscuit Bunker with the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Fitz Fody, Fitz Fody, how you feeling today? You get licking. I'm doing pretty darn good, I gotta say. Would you say that you are feeling good on a Wednesday? I would say that I'm feeling good on a Wednesday. I took out oh, my, my memorial to oh, yeah? the uh, L.A. riots that oh, I have, yeah. and I take it out every year. Watch vintage 90s porn. I watch. <laughs> a lot of Bush. A lot of, you know, it's funny, but there was Bush in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, there was. <laughs> I think he hey. created AIDS, didn't he? All the biscuit boys, my gravy gals, biscuiteers alike, thanks for joining us today. We have one hell of a show for Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits and Gravy, cooking and comedy, Biscuits and Gravy, watching stuff on TV. Biscuits and Gravy, we got a lot today to talk about. Should we do some vintage 1992 uh, conspiracy theories? I would love to. The government started the crack epidemic. Both of the same. And then they set up all the events leading to the LA riots because they wanted that to happen. They wanted to cause hysteria. Gee, who? Do we have a, a tape of the uh, the 1992 Biscuits and Gravy episode that we did after that? <laughs> Hold on. I've got a VHS here. Let me just pop that in of the old Biscuits and Gravy episodes. They're out of circulation, but I think you can find them on YouTube. I was watching Workaholics, and they were trying to find a vintage porn, and it only came on VHS. Oh, yeah. But they had to buy... The good stuff's the, on beta. The TV with the VHS player and the VHS combo. Oh, yeah, because a lot of TVs don't even have the hookup for that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a raunchy episode. It was yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do you imagine trying to get the uh, reel-to-reel? I'm just like reel genuinely – reel-to-reel porn is so weird because people used to bring reel-to-reel porn and you'd like watch it at like a party and you'd watch porn with like a bunch of people. And, and do like not, a pile of cocaine. And not masturbate and then you'd do it later in the night. Probably. That's weird. Or you do it back-to-back. Yeah. Everyone's been there. 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh man. You know what? I saw TV porn recently. We had Showtime, and I forgot that. I know Biscuiteers know that Cinemax stopped doing their porn at night. Their softcore porn, <gasps> where they're totally not banging the vagina holes. They're like tapping the calves. Oh, but Showtime, 
Showtime has also some terrible porn at night, and it's uh, it's a little channel surfing, and I've never had this happen, but I watched watched a little bit with my girlfriend. Ooh, it was all right. Putting some spice in that relationship. It was spicy, but Showtime, good for you. And then of course Showtime teased us, and it's no longer free. Biscuits and gravy is brought to us by the Love Shack. Love Shack. When you think about a fertile crescent, uh, think about the triangle. Oh, my God. There was this girl that I worked with at the YMCA that would brag about getting abortions, and we nicknamed her the Fertile Crescent. <laughs> That's gross. It's, everything about it's terrible, actually. The birthplace of civilization. <laughs> and the death of civilization. I learned about that in, uh, I think it was, what, like 10th grade? But it, but it turns history. out it's actually not the birthplace of civilization. You know, it's not pronounced Mesopotamia. No, what? It's Mesopotamia. Oh, man. I was absent the day that they were talking about Mesopotamia. And then I had Mesopotamia. to... Re- I had to read the next day, and I had to read it. Oh, were you ostracized? Oh, I was ostracized. Oh, oh they laughed Lord. at me, Chuck. Oh, no. Today's show is presented in part by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread, because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. And also by Johnny Depp's glasses, the best perception is debt perception. That's Trudeau. Wow, uh, I am so excited for another Biscuits and Gravy today's show. Today's show is also brought to us by Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. I've been watching a lot of uh, Woody Harrelson uh, movies lately. You know, he's, he says that his dad was a CIA. His dad got arrested for being a mass murderer. Well, his dad, was, his dad was an assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Or a murderer. <laughs> but he, he claims his dad is part of the CIA. Uh, I I guess we'll never know. There's a lot of conspiracy stuff about that. He was actually uh, Woody Harrelson was on an episode of Marin, no and way. Uh, Marin was like kind of prying at that and trying to trying to get him to talk about no, his dad. Not gonna and happen. His he did not want to talk about it. He no, just because the CIA has trained him to be resilient to that line of questioning. Are you saying Woody Harrelson works for the CIA? No, I'm saying the CIA knows how to work Woody Harrelson. Although it wouldn't surprise me, but we all know the FBI is actually the one, the puppets in charge of Hollywood. He's got a place out here. He does. I saw a really does cool anybody video. anybody ever see him going into the uh, the UFO bunkers up in Haleakala? <laughs> if you've ever seen him doing any mysterious stuff, we want to know about no, it. No, I saw him uh, at last year's play. Uh, they turned this terrible movie into like a Christmas play at Yale Theater. And I saw him in the audience, and he was very disappointed. I saw him on Instagram this week. And he was singing a very familiar tune by Paul Simon, and then it zoomed out, and it was him and Paul Simon and, like, their grandkids all singing and doing stuff. So, I don't know if you saw the second Zombieland. No, I didn't. It's Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, in In the movie, he's talking about how much he likes Elvis, and he tells a story about how, um, he likes to, he, like, likes to do Elvis impressions. And then at the end of the movie, there's an Elvis song playing during the credits. Yeah. But if you listen closely, it's actually Woody Harrelson singing. It's not. Whoa. It's not Elvis. I love that. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about uh, all the Woody Harrelson stuff. We have a whole hour into. of Woody Harrelson coming up. We on the Biscuits <laughs> and Gravy show. Actually, uh, coming up on the show, special guest Woody Harrelson. Let's hear it, everybody. <laughs> It'd be uh, great if he would just drop in. He can't. I know. I wish, man. Ugh. All the celebrities, we turn them away because it's P 
peak quarantine. Right. We were going to have him on the show, and then uh, the whole quarantine thing happened. And nothing is more infectious than biscuits and gravy. How are you enjoying your quarantine, Chuck? I'm loving it. I uh, have been enjoying I had a little uh, breakfast JMO. Breakfast JMO. Oh, yeah. That's when you make coffee in the morning, and then oh, you, you pour some Jameson in it. Mm. It's like a roller coaster for your heart. Oh, <laughs> oh I like roller coasters. Me too. But Man. I've been enjoying the, the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, staying away from people. <laughs> More than normal. Staying indoors. Staying alive. Watching uh, watching a lot of TV and movies. I'm watching Doing a lot TV. of cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. TV. Porn, Porn and, conspiracies. and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. And puzzles. I've been doing a lot of puzzles. I have done none of the puzzles I borrowed from you or played any of the video games I took from you for no reason last week. Oh, you didn't you didn't break out the Wii yet? No, I tried. It was dusty and I bent over and I got heartburn and I gave up. Do you have to go to the thrift store and buy a TV that has the audio <laughs> video plugins? I actually have an N sixty four I don't know how to play. For two reasons. One <laughs> Wait, you have an N sixty four? Yeah, I have an N sixty four. Do you have any games for it? Uh I have one game. I have Super Smash Bros. Oh. Well, that's uh, it's a good one to have. That's like the holy grail of the N64. Yeah, that and the Mario Kart 64. I actually wish I had Cruising World by far, or Goldeneye, of course. Or Mario Kart. Oh, Mario Kart. Were you gone at this school when they did, did that, when you too? Were, when you lived on the East Coast, did you call it Mario? No, it's Mario. Mario? Mario Kart. See, we always said Mario. Mar- and then when I moved out weirdo? here, people were like, it's not Mario, it's Mario. And I was like, well, I think a lot of people from the East Coast say Mario. Also, I thought I was the only person in the world that ever said uh, the word radiator. Like it rhymed radiator. With, like it rhymed with gladiator. The radiator. Yeah, why do you do that? Um, I don't know. And then I found out that nobody says it that way. So I no. was like, where did this come from? And then I was watching an episode of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, and Lord. Lenny Bruce says radiator of course so lenny bruce is not afraid so it's like a new york jewish accent type of thing and nothing says more new york jew accent than (laughs) (laughs) all day baby all damn day sublime is actually the exact opposite of new york let's jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show vincent Fodi. it is time to start the biscuit train i'm still on to i'm still in what's going on Are you uh? Are you doing a lot? Are you doing, we're doing a, lot a of reading? Two-hour show. We gotta condense our show back to an hour because we're gonna go back on the radio soon. Ah, uh, but it feels good to breathe. Ah! It's like a like a nice heavy wine. You gotta let it breathe sometimes. Yeah. So we're probably gonna take this show and edit it down to about an hour. Yeah. But we have uh, online only. It's gonna be extended bonus episodes. So extended bonuses for online and limited bonuses for eighty eight point five KKU. The people, voice. Not of everybody Maui. has Apple or Spotify. And and Chuck, bags and hagadoods. I'm gonna have to edit that out. Fucking cunts <laughs> and eighty-eight point fucking five. It's easy to fucking curse when you're not the one that has to edit them out. Hell, I had to bleep out your home address for a couple weeks ago. Why? Why? I don't care about that. <laughs> I'd love the love. Today's show is brought to you. Just want people to show up. <laughs> our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey, you know what they say? Don't, Don't sleep, sleep on, on the, the couch. couch. And also by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Chee-hoo. Uh, have, have you been doing any reading? 
I actually have. I'm reading uh, Armageddon in retrospect. I'm about halfway through. Oh, that's the uh, the Kurt Vonnegut short stories Loved collection. Love Kurt Vonnegut short stories. Yeah, that's man. a good one. It's all gravy. I'm thinking about reading Cat's Cradle. Oh yeah, that's actually, a good one. you know what I did? I uh, do you have that? Do you have Cat's Cradle? No, but what I did was uh, I got a free subscription to Audible, which is that the it's a app. It's like Spotify, but it's for audiobooks. So you just listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gotta say, I think you've lost all of our audience. Already. I gotta say, no, it's pretty good. If you like, if you like uh, audiobooks, it's like listening to a podcast, but it's a book instead of uh, a podcast. I had an aunt once tell me you're like cornered in these conversations. You're like, no, so boring. She's like, I can't read anymore because I have to limit my heart usage. And I'm like, hold on, reading is too much exercise for you. So she does audibles. By uh, taking morphine and lying on the ground for two hours a day. I don't know what you can do that's less like, exercise. That's what I've been reading. doying. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wish there was morphine. Take a bunch of morphine and just throw on some headphones and listen to those Speaking books. Of I'm, listening, I'm listening to the uh, Semerillion right now. Which is actually pretty good. That guy did a lot. No wonder he was sublime. He was and doing I listened so much to heroin. a uh, Malcolm Gladwell book too. Oh you like Malcolm wow! Gladwell? I like Malcolm Gladwell, but who reads the Malcolm Gladwell book? Is which, it him? Because I don't think I could do a whole book. With he does. Oh, yeah. Which is weird because I like his I like his books, but I'm not a huge fan of his podcast. I actually only, like revisionist history. Only I've only heard a couple of a couple episodes. Shut up, Malcolm Gladwell. Gonna his get books, the biscuit bump. I think his books are better hmm. than his podcast, but I just really like his books. Malcolm Gladwell, everyone knows, it's everyone's favorite macroeconomist. Um. <sighs> Love he, he wrote Blank, history. he wrote Outliers, wrote The Tipping Point. Outliers. Tipping Point! Outliers is really great, and you know what you know, it is? I've never read Outliers. I read Tipping Point. Oh, ah. If you like Tipping Point, you'll love Outliers. Outliers, I think, is probably his best one. Really? Um, Outliers is awesome. If you like Freakonomics, you'll probably like any yeah. Malcolm Gladwell book. I like Freakonomics Radio also. But Outliers also does a deep dive into friend of the show, Bill Gates. I was going to talk Public about enemy Bill number Gates. one. Oh, we're talking about Bill Gates later, baby. We're going to be talking about Bill Gates later on the show. Oh, I've also got some corrections for Correction Corner. Jeez. Turns out kissing uh, goes back a lot further than I originally thought. Somebody emailed <laughs> told me and you, told you me loser. that cr- kissing that wasn't invented. Kissing dates back to the, the Renaissance, where Durgan Durgenstein. That's actually, that is, that is where handshakes. So we talked about the history of handshakes yeah. and where that came from. Uh, so that was correct, but the kissing part, apparently there's been kissing since time immemorial. Are you Googling kissing, Chuck? I'm watching Reddit Just when it goes in. go on Pornhub and type in kissing. There's a whole uh. subgenre of, of porn that's all like super wet, sloppy kissing. It's weird. I saw a weird porn the other day that like made me like not watch Did you ever porn? see the quicksand porn? He was like, he was throat banging this chick and he plugged her nose. <laughs> I think that was a snuff film, Chuck. <laughs> I think you were watching a snuff film. I don't know. Uh, I saw this. Uh, I saw this video. It was a girl in like her underwear, s- uh, smashing pool toys, inflatable pool toys. So you know, like a like a, a one of those big rafts, yeah. or like an inflatable beach ball, uh-huh. like a clear vinyl beach ball. She was just sitting on them and crushing them. Ooh. And popping them? Oh, yeah. I think it's like a subgenre of the balloon. There's That's that, getting somebody off. Is it Bob's Burgers where they have the somebody's fetish is sitting on balloons and popping them with their butt? I don't know. There's an A&E show about that. Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, well, it's a, 
an hour long. They do like my crazy. It's sex an episode, right? What yeah. is it? My crazy sex. Yeah. My crazy fetish. My retarded stuff I'm doing on TV to get mildly famous. My... That's what it's called. <laughs> no, one, no one fucking does this shit. But it's a uh, yeah. The the I think there's a whole thing about popping balloons. So I think this is a subgenre of that where it's all pool toys. And it's like a girl in a bikini smashing pool toys. Whoa. You guys can look that up in your own free time. Mm. Uh, doing any puzzles lately, Chuck? No, no puzzles. I just finished a Star Trek puzzle. I've been watching a lot of like uh, Star Trek HGTV television oh, shows. That's not what I thought like you were Like Bargain say. Mansions. Ew, Chuck. <laughs> Renovating Have shit. you seen Breaking Bad? No. I tried. I want to get – I'm trying to get Christy to watch Ozarks with me, too. And Turn, she I'm turning your mic off. <laughs> Chuck. I haven't even seen El Camino yet. <laughs> Good thing I turned your mic off for that, Biscuiteers, because I hope you would be very disappointed in what Chuck just said off mic. Um, yeah, if you – like, Breaking Bad is probably the, the one or t- first or second greatest TV show of all time. And uh, if you aren't spending your quarantine time catching up on Breaking Bad – what are you doing? Hey, check this out. And then once you finish Breaking Bad, you got El Camino, and then you got uh like five seasons of Better Call Saul to catch up on. Is that good? Is it that good? Better Call Saul is so good. It's like the best show on TV. The series, the season finale, just happened uh, this past Monday. <laughs> so I am missing my Better Call Saul already. But we'll talk about that during spoiler alert. <laughs> what do you want to get into now? You want to talk about some uh, biscuits and or gravy news? I would love to talk about biscuits and or gravy. Oh my lord! It's time for biscuits and or gravy news, everybody. That sound can mean one sound, one sound only. It's time for biscuit and or gravy news here in the biscuit bunker, aka eighty-eight point five KAKU, KAKU, the voice of gravy. of gravy. Biscuits and or gravy news is brought to us by Selma Hayek's kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn for when you need to cross a river. Funding for the biscuits and gravy show comes from lovely community-minded. <laughs> companies like Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. <laughs> Let Benedict go to waste. And also by Taylor Swift's overnight alterations. Sometimes you need a Taylor and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. I think she's working with uh, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> over at Chris, he- Chris Hemsworth. together. Get Hems- your- yeah. What are your Hemsworth? <laughs> Biscuit and or gravy news is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. The funny thing is you saw me shuffle those cards too. There's yeah. just there's just so many Benedict Cumberbatch. No, the cucumbers sponsors. all go to actually I still have two more. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and read that one? Today's show is presented in a part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. So remember ah. last week we were talking about how IKEA released their secret uh meatball and gravy Chew. recipe. Uh meatballs in my mouth. Which set the the Twitter sphere on fire and everybody's gravy on a spoon. Everybody's uh asking themselves the same question. What is mince? How? What is Mi- beef meat- mince? Beef mince. It's like ground beef. It's like ground beef. Yeah. Is that what they call it in Europe? They call it that. Like they, instead of lemonade, they call it lemon squash. Well, I don't know if you've been following the the gravy news alerts. Mince would be a little on bit Google, grittier, but, but it turns out that uh, a couple people have been trying to uh, replicate the KFC gravy at home, and uh, they think that they may have stumbled upon the KFC gravy recipe. In fact. Friends of the Biscuits and Gravy Show think that the entire lockdown was actually one big organized mechanism to get people to work 
on the secret KFC gravy recipe. <laughs> to deprive people of KFC gravy. To now, you know, all the free time, man. All the free time on our hands. All right, so it's KFC basically, gravy. here's some of the ingredients. I'll just list them off to you. Some of the ingredients. Four tablespoons butter, five tablespoons flour, uh, garlic powder, black pepper, water, a, a little bit of optional sage. But here's the thing. It's, they ain't uh, putting no sage in KFC gravy. Uh, they're talk- they mentioned that it could have one bouillon beef cube and one chicken bouillon there's cube. something else in it and it's like it's got to be like what butter do they use it's got to be maybe they use the carry gold i was thinking carry i was thinking they don't use carry gold friends of the biscuits and gravy show and yeah Woo! i think carry gold would be too expensive for kfc gravy yeah but uh i i like the idea of using um beef stock and chicken stock in the gravy which is funny because i actually have both bouillon cubes and a couple weeks ago i made a gravy myself that had a bouillon of Chicken and beef as well. I went on a huge and I tangent say, it's the other good. night. I was cooking pork, and you don't have a lot of pork bouillon cubes or pork gravy, right? You That's don't see right. it. It's not as common. You don't see it as much. I'm sure it's out there. I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm just saying you see chicken and beef broth a lot more, right? right. Chicken and beef bouillon cubes or vegetable, right? So for pork, what could you use? Pork, you could use veggie. <laughs> you could use chicken or you could use beef. For chicken... Would you use beef? I actually say yes. Have you ever had brown gravy with chicken? Yeah. It's delicious. Every type gravy of... is interchangeable, baby. Every type of gravy it's is good on every type of food. You can put pretty much any gravy on any sort of protein, and you're, it's going to be enjoyable. Mm. Any gravy on any protein, and it's going to be enjoyable. Just mix and match your gravies, baby. Ah, Maybe we it. should use that to segue into... So uh, we're going to do the club. Biscuits and Gravy Challenge. We want you to make your own gravy at home. And mail it to me at 204 Lua Caja <laughs> Pour it into an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> no need to lick the stamps. Don't lick it's anything. It's all self-sealing. <laughs> also, don't lick the stamps because that's how the government gets the uh, nanobots into your brain. I love that people think our government is like that organized that they can actually take or do that, you know? That's right. the biggest thing about all those conspiracies. It's like, oh, you know. What the you only did? thing that they've been able to do so far is go into hospitals and take their supplies and yeah. resell them at a higher than cost. Yeah, which is the real conspiracy. You would say that lizard people is a huge distraction from all sorts of government taking but advantage let's, of the people. Let's talk more about food. I've been eating a lot of food. Does that mean that the first stop on the gravy train today, after biscuits and/or gravy news? Riding the gravy train, baby. We're going in a gluttony club. We're going in the gluttony club. Biscuit wheels. A hot tub full of KFC gravy, Cal. All right. Well, why don't you inform our biscuitiers, our gravy gals, our biscuit boys, what you bought at Costco recently and was nice enough to share with me and my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie. Uh, that would be the jamon. Jamon, which is like prosciutto, but even better, it's so goddamn good. That's how Michael Jackson says ham. Jamon. 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 Come on! Come on! It never stops being funny. Yeah, I get it with a side of cheese. <laughs> That's exactly what I got, dude. Oh I have. My Lord. I don't I want you to slip back so into your. Much I don't want you to relapse, relapse into your charcuterie addiction, but I'm relapsed, baby. I ha- charcuterie has gone from like a snack to a full meal. <laughs> Two at least, meals. At least twice this week, I've had charcuterie for dinner. Oh, then you're turning into got, straight up Chuck Thompson. I've got so much. Come on. Come on. 
So yeah, we talked about last week how so it's uh, a cured Costco, quarter of pig. It's like a, a giant hog's uh. leg, and it's a uh, it's a Spanish ham on. It's cured ham. And it's basically it's, it's got, like prosciutto. It's, but it's got the whole leg bone and everything. You got the whole leg in, in your, your mouth. Head. You got the whole <laughs> leg in your mouth. You um, got the whole it's so big and unwieldy that it comes with a stand that you screw it into and then you have to slice it and uh i woke up this morning to see a picture on facebook of who else but friend of the show typhoid ted typhoid ted anderson carving up his very own ham on i think i think the ham on got the biscuit (laughs) i think it got the biscuit bump because we were talking about it and uh i think ted heard us of course and ran out and had to get himself a nice ham on He was like, I don't understand how people aren't panic buying these. I was like, I didn't panic buy it. I regular bought it. It comes that's with just, Lipitor. That's <laughs> <laughs> and a Costco size pack of Lipitor. A Costco right pack of Lipitor, baby. Um, no more grapefruits for me. But it's funny. That's just the normal amount of prosciutto that I need in my life. I didn't panic buy that. No. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> I cooked the prosciutto. I know you can eat it raw. It's already cured, right? It's already cured. So it's not raw. My apologies. But you can cook it, right? Can cook it. You can cook it. I would just, just put it just, on a roll and put pop up, that in I the I just wanted some oven, risotto. Maybe? So I looked up a little prosciutto risotto oh, recipe yeah. and then there's also uh there's also i mean that's really close to what would be in like a very traditional carbonara mm. if you need something that's like a cured ham Hamo! something that's really that's not too lean got a lot of fat on it mm. um i think the original I prefer it more than pancetta actually yeah it's really good also it? bacon more cost effective but, than pancetta. But, not also, pancetta. but also, uh, sometimes I mean, pancetta is good. Uh, prosciutto can be a little bit too thin mm-hmm. sometimes, Some but stringiness. But this, you can chop it up, you can dice it up, you can throw it in there. I think chop they, it up, dice it tra- up, throw a it up. Traditional carbonara is made with a guancale. I think it is, which is like a beef or like a, a pork cheek. Mm-hmm. So it's very good call, very yeah. fatty. But um, I think this stuff is pretty close. It's so goddamn. So good. what did you put it in? So. We got Mars Capone. <laughs> oh, you were talking about the Mars Capone last week. Yeah, so we had uh, onions, so local onions. We used to use white onions. Gotta love the local white onions. And uh, you gotta get three bottles of wine, uh, one cup for the risotto, and then other two bottles. To drink. So, yes. <laughs> it got lit I've been night, cooking dude. a lot with uh, wine. Oh, uh, man. So my girlfriend, at the same time that she was cooking this amazing dinner for me, was also trying to get concrete off a of tile, so she brought muriatic acid from Home Depot. And don't I was, mix those up. No, so I was outside drinking, and I'm like, "Oh, why is the ground wet?" And then I went to go read, and I was like, "Why does my foot feel weird?" And I'm like, "She's like, baby, I spill acid all over the backyard." And I was like, "Why would you do that?" She like she like sprinkled it out there. No, well, it or was completely 100 percent my fault. She had it in a bucket, and then she had like a tarp around the bucket, and then. As I was drinking and tanning outside, I was moving to get more of the sun, and then I moved until my feet were on the tarp, and then I realized you that I had acid, acid on, on my feet. feet. And thank God I That's watched Fight Club. That's actually Fight Club sequel. Because the first thing I thought of was Fight Club, what to do pour vinegar on it. was uh, carbon dioxide and vinegar, which I Be just cleaned it? my bathroom with. So she goes into the shower. Oh, you shower, weren't making a little volcano? And she, I've been talking about volcanoes all week. I thought you were week. making a third grade volcano. That's how I clean my drain. Anyway, 
So she gets me. It's like dinner's almost ready. Gotta have a red ready, food coloring. Though. And I'm like drinking a bottle of wine in the shower, just like stopping my foot around a baking soda and vinegar to get rid of the burn. And it feels good. And my feet look cleaner than ever. So anyway. And also now you can you can commit crimes barefoot, and the police won't be able to get your toe prints. <laughs> now that's what I call you, barefoot Contessa. You you burned all your toe prints off. You know. It. All right. So anyway, you you, you cook the the uh, onions first, right? And a lot of butter. That's what you use the carry gold for, right? You know, whenever you're cooking onions and butter, you sprinkle a little salt on there, <laughs> and that helps sweat the onions out. It gets a lot of the moisture out and a lot of that onion flavor into the mix, and, you can and then cook it, it low and slow. It allows and them it out. to absorb all the butter. all the flavor in the butter. The salt makes the water always go lightly out salt of the onion. Your, yeah, and when the water goes onions, out, the guys. onion cells are thirsty, and so they suck in the butter. People don't know enough about sweating the onions. They gotta sweat the onions so they soak up the onions, butter. Guys, it's so good. So then we cooked, and you you know that what we bought ham on this fatty. We cooked it. Oh my lord! I just got a text message from friend of the show Brian. It Michaels. sweat some out. It was so good. So we put it to the side. I ate so much of it with the wine. It paired so well. Got a little Savon Blanc, and I got Savon Blanc'd out. And then we did the risotto. Salmon Blanc? No, Savon. I don't know what it's called. You Sauvignon. Know. Sauvignon. There we Not go. Salmon Blanc is like a white salmon. <laughs> which sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I bet Jews would enjoy that. Oh, Lord. A white fish it and was a salmon mixed so together. good. So then Chrissy made the risotto. And the recipe the risotto. called for Gruyere. But I've been gnawing on the Swiss cheese that I got from Mana Foods. And oh boy, was it good. So we replaced the Gruyere with Swiss instead. I know blasphemy, some people would say. And then we finished it I wouldn't it off say with, that because I made something with Gruyere cheese. With the Mars Capon. One time. I like Swiss better than Gruyere sometimes. And I think Gruyere cheese is just. I I love Gruyere cheese. Don't get me wrong. You're making a Coke Hill St. Jacques. Boom. Breath over here. You put some, uh, put some breadcrumbs on top of that Gruyere Ooh, cheese. Geez. Baby, you're ready to go. Mm. But Gruyere cheese can be a little bit on the rich side sometimes if you're eating a lot of it. It's a, And then you already got the risotto. And you already got the mascarpone, usually for tiramisu, but this case for risotto. Oh yeah, I made that that uh, dough bowl thing that's stuffed with cheese one time. I saw Whoa. a video for it on Facebook, Whoa. and I made it with Gruyere cheese, and it was Whoa. just it's a little on the rich side. It was a little much. So we got mozzarella today, and mozzarella uh, would be good. We're putting mozzarella I just got a recipe to make homemade mozzarella, and we're gonna put. I made homemade mozzarella. I got the oh, stuff yeah? for it. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. It turns out good. I made homemade burrata too. Ooh, that's not burrata. It was not bad, yeah. That sounds good. I'm actually going to try making homemade burrata again this week I because like I just the... got some truffle oil in the mail. There's a so there's something you got to put in there, like a chemical Those or chemicals, something. yeah. What is it? Like It's called like retin or something like that? Yeah. Reddit? 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 Know, not Reddit. You got to surf Reddit. <laughs> so anyway, not only have I been gorging myself, because we made, it was like three pounds of risotto rice. And so engorging yourself. But today, when I go home after this... We're going to make arancinis out of the leftover risotto. Hold on. Guess who's here, Chuck? Friend of the show. Brian Michaels. Brian Shitboots. We can say it. Hey, right, Brian Shitboots. Let's, let's take a break real quick. All right. <laughs> We're here just to get reading. clips of you saying I hate this He's shit. like, I wasn't told I was going to have to read something. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to talk to DJ Tony Two Tokes. He's okay. He, he unblocked read, me, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. In the studio today, we have the Lizard King himself, the one, the only, Mr. Brian Michaels. Hey, how's it going? Brian, you were hosting Maui's open mic comedy, and then the world closed down. What is the future of comedy on the island of Maui? I don't know. It's not Zoom shows, apparently. Oh, Lordy. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. We got a Zoom 
Oh it's my god! How many offers have you had to do Zoom shows or the equivalent Whoa. since it started? Uh, I don't. I usually delete those people off my. Also, list. shout out to Lyle Barons. You still suck. Yeah, I hate that <laughs> yeah, dude so I heard, much. I heard that. <laughs> I heard uh, Ted even blocked him. I know. Oh my God! When Tight Boy Ted doesn't Ted like Anderson somebody, blocks you. You're, you're in trouble. It's like, can I get six hundred dollars? Why to fly me out to do the Zoom show? No. To be fair, after Ted blocked him, he did have a lot of work to him. So now he's definitely flying out. Who's, yeah, host, yeah, who's headlining yeah. the first show? When do you get back? Well, Ted will have some uh, empty apartments after this COVID's gone, so oh, he'll have sure. a place for him to stay at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Ah, man. So, uh, Brian, you're, uh, you uh, recorded a video that went viral? It's not really. It's 20,000 views viral. Oh, my God. It's 20,000 views? Yeah. I thought it was like 4,000. That's still a lot. No, it's like the the wood chipper is like 4,000. The Tiger I'll King ones went 20,000. I crapped the lizard one time. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I crapped the lizard. I did crap the lizard. How does that work? How does crabbing a lizard work? Uh, it comes out pretty smoothly. Now, was it a, a chameleon? Like, did it look like your no, poop? No, <laughs> it was like a like a salamander. You oh. know. Maybe he just pooped a new. It was an amphibian lizard. It wasn't actually a lizard. It, it was, was just an amphibian. We've been lied to this yeah. whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh lord. Yeah, it was a new. Yeah. Maybe a tad. Maybe you pooped in a at a pond, and a tadpole went up your butt and gave and turned into a frog and no. came out. But once I did shit in a mud hole while I was going to a creek, and as I came back by, all the tadpoles were surrounded the turd. Nice! It, like a, a sperm's trying to get in an egg. Nice! And that was pretty cool. Out oh, wow. Well. Into the mud hole. Yeah. So not only are you a stand-up comedian, not only are you on the Maui's number two radio show, soon to be number one, baby, but know. you've been really creative with your online video presence lately. Well, I've... I've had some time to fuck with it, you know. You've had some free time on your <laughs> yeah, hands. Yeah, free time, yeah. This is pre-COVID, More too. free time than normal. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine that. Oh, yeah. Lord. Idle hands, baby. Yeah. So I I had the the joke went viral, really. Somebody shared. They, it had been shared 65,000 times. What, a joke? What joke? The people's out here trying to sell French Bulldogs for $4,500. Bitch, I can buy a tiger for two grand. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it, it got shared crazy. Yeah, and then after that, I got a bunch of more friend requests, and I'm like, "There's something in this Tiger King thing," so <laughs> I shaved my mustache. Our listeners are missing out. Usually, we do the show in the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, where it also goes on TV and yeah. on Facebook. Where Brian is banned from. You're banned, baby. <laughs> He's shot. Don't worry, Brian. I've been banned from a few places too. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But Brian ain't banned from the Biscuit Bunker. <laughs> So yeah. you uh, you shaved off your glorious beard. You yeah. got a handlebar mustache going yeah. on, and uh, from your voice, I can tell you're from Connecticut, like me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me more about these videos. I'm like between Connecticut and Oklahoma. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we shot one Tiger King video as an original song I wrote to the tune of uh, Old Town Road. And I've nice. got another one we're filming today, actually, with some other characters in it. It's to the tune of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, my God. And where can people check out these videos? YouTube, Facebook, follow me on Brown Do you Michaels. have any other websites you want to plug? 
uh, Maui Comedy Live. Maui Comedy Live. But I don't put the videos and on. What there. would we search on YouTube to find these videos? Brian Michaels. Brian Michaels. Yes. But not the not old Lizard King. Account. Not Brian. Yeah. Not the old account with like my open mic sets from four years Ugh. ago. No. Don't no one wants. Those. Yeah. No one wants those up. I forgot my password and I don't know how to do wor- it. The worst. Are, we have <laughs> <laughs> the local TV show still shows comics and comics. I know. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. I had, a, I had a bit that was going to be like, I hate children. Yeah. And instead of saying it was going to be expletive, and it was going to, instead, it just being, fuck children. Yeah. I want to, fu-, and it's like terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I was terrible. in a pimp suit back when I was uh, prehab. Prehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty bad. Oh, man. Yeah. So you got two things on today. And uh, what's this wood chipper video everyone's talking about? Oh, that's the wood chipper. Uh, me and Shane had an idea to. Friend uh, of the show, Shane. Underwear stain, Shane. And we, uh, I was like, let's huh, throw Did you some make me interview him just so you could chipper. eat donuts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you jerk. Like, how do I prevent Chuck from eating all these donuts? Yeah. <laughs> well, we brought extra. We didn't know Chuck was here, but I, I felt it. Hole. I felt that we needed extra donuts or something. Just an extra dozen would probably cover it. You actually know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you brought Krispy Kreme donuts because I'm not supposed to eat Krispy Kreme donuts. Because my girlfriend got mad at the management there. Krispy Kreme oh, donuts. Yeah. It's a good thing she doesn't listen to this. She was getting her car worked on until she went across the street to buy Krispy Kreme I donuts. I something about that. And yeah. the restaurant, <laughs> loosely, was closed. So she tried walking through the drive-thru. And they said they wouldn't serve her because they felt threatened that she could climb through the window and take anything she wants. Well, and she's like... I eat a Krispy Kreme once a week. You know I can't climb through these windows. If anything, the car would help me get in there. Yeah. That'd be like saying I was going to run through something, run yeah. out of a store with my arms full. <laughs> so you and I, in front of the show, comedian Shane, uh, had this video where you took a wood chipper, and what did you do? Put a body in it? What, no, what's going on? we put watermelon in it to begin with. You're the watermelon champion, yeah. and not one year, not two year, two years in a row? Two years. But two, Maui yeah. County watermelon yeah. eating champion. Yeah, I was defeated uh, by a girl that puked up her watermelon, so I thought you she should have been disqualified. disqualified. Yeah. Up next on Conspiracy Cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still mad about that. We'll get them next year, though. Yeah, if, if uh, you eat... If her watermelon vomit, do you win twice? I thought she should have to eat it. Oh, Lord. You know? Is, it, is there like a time limit for how long people no, need to it's, throw up? No, it's who finishes first. Huh, so, so you, you can, can just can keep throwing up the whole time? What? I don't think you should win if you throw up on a quarter watermelon. But you're not the judge. I'm yeah, saying if true. I just keep... That's <laughs> like the milk challenge. If you drink the whole gallon of milk, but then you throw it up, you don't win the milk challenge. Yeah. I thought you have like a five-minute... Period. So that's the challenge. Is don't puke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's funnier if you watch them puke. So you have every, every milk challenge video. So you have to have people do the milk challenge and then do the watermelon challenge at the same yeah. time. The last video we just threw random food in the chipper. So you have Eric. what? What? Set the pre- premise of it. Pretend people are listening to the show and they have no <sighs> idea what we're talking about. <laughs> you, you sit in front of a wood chipper like an idiot. Another idiot throws food into the wood chipper. You try to catch it in your mouth, which obviously it's not cutting. Does it hurt? It The watermelon's around hurt a little bit. <laughs> Isn't that the premise of Ernest Goes to Camp? I, I think it hurts a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it hurts a little bit. I would assume so. Yeah. Ernest was actually uh, got his start in South Carolina doing ads for the local uh, hey, station. Oh, yeah? When I was a kid, we moved there, and then he was doing, like, ads for the local NBC or ABC, whatever it was. Mm. 
And so uh, seeing him. Hayburn at that point? Hayburn? Yeah, yeah, he still did the Hayburn. And he would like nice. push him. He would like lean his ladder up against the house and be like, hey, Vern, watch something, something on television or watch the news. And Vern would push his ladder off the house. Oh, that's great. Mess him up, yeah. <laughs> Not Animal House style where something else pushes him away yeah, from the house. Yeah, me and Ernest go way back. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. So what's next for the videos? You're going to do more wood chipping videos? Uh, well, we're, we've got the wood chipper thing on hold, but it's uh, it's modified. We heard that you engine. wanted to put biscuits and or gravy in a wood chipper. We thought we have uh, got that uh, coming up. I think I was uh, there's a guy supposed to hula hoop while we hit him with biscuits and gravy. That seems like you can get a lot of people on island to do that. Like if you just want to give twenty bucks <laughs> to a professional hula hooper yeah. and just we can all drink beers in your backyard and while you them. shoot shit. At yeah. It. If you want to do a crossover episode, me and Chuck will get hit by some biscuits and gravy. Absolutely that awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Sounds totally awesome. Yeah. Well, could you imagine making more gallons of gravy than I already make? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh man! I went over a friend's house for dinner. He was like, "Bring some gravy with me." So I brought my container from Costco of the the powder, and he yeah. had no idea how big it is. You ever see him? No. Oh, it's great. It's I don't go to Costco. Five hundred servings of gravy. Your gravy <laughs> Bend over, Abigail May, because here oh, comes man. a gravy pie. Brian, it's so great to have you in the biscuit bunker. Good luck with your videos today. Thank you, you can check these out, Brian Michaels, on YouTube, MauiComedyLive.com. And when this whole thing blows over, uh, check us all out at Maui's only open mic comedy at Mulligan's on the Blue Wailea. It'll probably be the same time, same place, unless Should it burns be. to the ground. Yeah. Uh, I've, I don't know when we're there. No one know? knows. It's the world is in a dark place right now. I thought and about it sucks! Just, just going to an open mic in the parking lot while they're doing free breakfast. Ain't nobody going to notice if you do that in the parking <laughs> lot. Like, you're not going to get in trouble. Like, no. It'll be great. <laughs> No. Yeah, that it, sounds like a good. It sounds like a good renegade way to do it. About it. Yeah. Nice. We considered it. Here, read this one. Oh. This episode brought to you by Helen Hunt's rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. <laughs> Helen <laughs> Hunt. Read this one. <laughs> read it. I hate y'all. Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge. All right, in the studio, Brian Michaels. One more time, Brian Michaels of Maui Thanks Comedy Live. Me. Thanks for dropping in the biscuit bunker. Boop. Watch, I got your ear thing sweaty. Oh, it's. We are now though, and we're back. That was friend of the show, Brian Michaels. He's Brian Michaels. Everything, man. He's crapped everything, man. Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough, because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. Nothing will make Brian sweat more than asking him to read something <laughs> on microphone. <laughs> uh, somebody gave me some... Uh, we were talking about Gluttony Club. Somebody gave us some uh, venison shanks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and uh, best thing to do, just throw that right in a crock pot. Love throw it. Throw a little red wine on there. And you know what? A uh, a can of cream of mushroom soup. No way. That's what you were talking about. Yeah, because every venison recipe that you look at online, a lot of them tell you to use cream of mushroom soup or some sort of like cream of mushroom packet or flavoring. Mm -hmm. So you just, you just throw a little red wine on there, uh, a can of cream of mushroom soup, a little bit of water. And then uh, a little salt and pepper to a taste. All in the beginning, you don't do the cream at the end? 
No, no, it's just oh, just condensed. Yeah, cook, okay. Just cool. cook everything down, uh, let it all cook together, and then uh, cook it on high for a little bit. But then you just put it on low and cook it overnight, and all the venison just shreds apart. It came out mm. uh, almost like a Kahlua pig, just shred mm. it, uh, and it's all venison. All venison, all the time. It's good. You can make tacos with it or throw it over some rice and put a fried egg on top. With I've some gotten more sauce. venison, ground venison. Ooh, baby. Ground venison's good, too. Yummy, man. I like to make man. a chili with a ground Yummy. venison. Yummy. Can, you can make burgers. Venison burgers are really good. Mm-hmm. They're very lean. They're good for you, too. Now when I'm done with them. Uh, let me ask you this, Chuck. Sure. What do you know about cupcake sandwich? Cupcake sandwich? Yeah, have you ever heard the phrase cupcake sandwich? Only on Pornhub. (laughs) So, cupcake sandwich is a maneuver for eating cupcakes. Oh, I I know all about it! I love cupcake sandwich maneuver. Yeah, the cupcake sandwich maneuver. Actually, some people argue incorrectly that that's how cupcakes originally were supposed to be made. Where no. so, but th- no, it's just a better way to eat cupcakes. A better way to eat cupcakes. We have evolved as a species, and we We've found evolved, a better way baby. to eat cupcakes. When you eat a cupcake, once you do this, you'll never eat cupcakes the same way again. You Unless eat, you're a freaking weirdo. Grab your cupcake. Oh, you, I'm grabbing it, baby. You rip the stump off. Okay. You put the stump on top. So uh-huh. now, instead of having uh, a cupcake stump and then the cupcake top with the icing on it, mm-hmm. and then air, mm-hmm. now you have cupcake. With icing and then more cupcake or on top, it turns into a little sandwich. Rip off the muffin top slash frosting and flip it upside down. And just flip it right on over. Whoa! Either way, the icing's in the middle now, and now you can eat it uh, like a sandwich or like Oreos, which a biscuit sandwich. Yeah, like an Oreo biscuit sandwich. <laughs> but uh, I can't, I can't remember the first time that I did this. But after I ate a cupcake like that for the first time, I've never eaten a cupcake. The old way ever again. Mm-hmm. It's I'll good. Tell you. you gotta talk into the microphone. It's a there, lot so. nicer when you eat it that way too. And since we're all climbing out of the, p- the pandemic, it's gonna be a more hygienic way. I've uh, to eat it. I've been uh, actually yeah. making cupcakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Made some. Uh, well, actually, Diana made the cupcakes. She made the cupcakes the other night, which is good if you're sitting around and you're looking for something easy to bake. <laughs> easy bake, baby. I break out the easy <laughs> bake oven. We make cupcakes, too. We got a really nice pineapple in our farmer's basket. Oh, nice. And we thought, you know what would be a great way to eat this pineapple? If we made bourbon upside-down cupcakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I drank, I drank a bunch of bourbon, and she made cupcakes. And that's what I call bourbon, bourbon upside-down upside cupcakes. cupcakes. They weren't upside-down. I was. That's how much bourbon I had. <laughs> oh. um, you want to talk about the conspiracy cookbook? Let's jump on the gravy train, baby. Let's give our listeners what they came here for. Uh, we, we did got cooking. A lot to talk about. We did comedy. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. Coming up on the show, we got Spoiler Alert, where we watch stuff on TV. So we got cooking. We got comedy. We got watching stuff on TV. You know we're going to talk more about porn. But first, guys, it's time to set your ovens to 420 and grab the tinfoil. Because the next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook. We got so much to talk about so for much conspiracy, conspiracy Cookbook. Because there's been a lot Aliens. of conspiracy stuff's going on. Not, I mean, we sp- we've, we've spent... Uh, a lot of time talking about all the coronavirus conspiracies. I, I love that we talk about coronavirus conspiracies, and then two weeks later, The Daily Show with Not Funny Person will talk about it. Um, well, that's actually because uh, some of the some of the wacky conspiracies that we've brought to light 
actually end up uh, gaining some real traction in the real world. So much to talk about today. And it's not just because there's a lot of uh, crazy fringe conspiracy people out (laughs) there. And it's not just because former presidential advisor and disgraced meteorologist Roger Stone went on a radio (laughs) show and talked about uh, some conspiracies. It's... uh, we just got a report from the Washington Times. This is just coming across my desk here. Washington Times said that uh, the government is investigating whether or not the uh, virus actually came from the Wuhan lab. Now, they're not saying there's a direct smoking gun, but they're saying that there's no other option that they believe that this virus came from Wuhan Well, we lab. know that it, that it started in Wuhan. The Chinese government said that it, came, it? That it came from... Uh, well, we know for a fact that it started in Wuhan. That's now, where the outbreak. The Chinese the government earliest. said that it came from the wet market because they were selling uh, they were selling exotic animals, one of one being bats, uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it crossed species by somebody eating an infected bat um, from the A wet market. market is like then, when you want to eat chilled monkey brains and bat soup, and buy a meerkat and get the meerkat butchered up at the same time. Is you're uh, your featured on brains. Faces of Death, I believe. Faces of Death Two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. It was a <laughs> the elevator in Faces of Death. Ooh, that was a weird. Uh, that's kind of rough. Is that fake? Anyway, but Faces of Death is the one they do show somebody eating monkey brains though in that one, right? I think you're thinking of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh yeah, I was thinking of <laughs> Temple of Doom. Um, <laughs> Faces of Death, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom. I'm always uh, conflating them. They say you should treat your body like a temple. <laughs> I treat my body like the Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah. But then uh, it found we found out uh, that the the Washington Times. Very reputable newspaper tabloid. Some would argue that they're reputable. It's a very reputable tabloid. The most reputable. Uh, they actually uh, did some did some digging, and mm. it turns out that uh, they found out that the first coronavirus uh, ground zero patient had no connection to the wet market in Wuhan. No connection. Is what they're claiming. So that means that the only other viable explanation is that it came from the Wuhan virus lab. And that it, now, critics it say that this is wild speculation <laughs> and that there's no way to prove it right now where this came from. Well, if it wasn't for vi- vi- <laughs> wild, specul- Bi- wild speculation, wild speculation, there'd be no biscuits and gravy, Chuck. <laughs> now, another thing happened this week. Now, we all know that friends of the show, Blink-182, have become... <laughs> <laughs> paranormal investigators and uh they really like ufos unidentified flying objects but we all it's know that it's guy. aliens it's, so it's just the one guy aliens one everybody knows about aliens so we've seen this alien footage that got released well turns out the u.s government was like you know and what according to my flow chart aliens all tie into the coronavirus conspiracy our government trusts us we've handled the coronavirus so well that they've released this week actual footage from the Navy surveillance that shows all these unidentified flying objects. Now, these were videos that and it were... it looks like the beginning of X-Files. These were videos that were previously released. They got leaked, but um, the government never really officially released them or declassified them. Mm-hmm. And then just this week, the government decided now is a very important time to declassify this information and let everybody know that UFOs exist. Now... It is a, uh, <laughs> ooh, spooky UFO music. Uh, we do know that UFOs exist because it is technically an unidentified flying object, right? So we don't know, we don't know exactly what it is. But uh, if the military doesn't know what something is, <laughs> or they don't want to tell us, uh, what 
then who 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 can we trust, Chuck? Who can we trust? It's if if it's not coming from the military, it can only be one thing. It's gotta <laughs> be aliens. I saw this meme today, and it was like, I "What think... happens if aliens actually get Voyager One?" That was when we sent like all our music out into space. Oh yeah, and aliens are like, "We don't watch a mixtape." <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a gold-plated record too. Yeah. Which is pretty expensive to make. Yeah, well, NASA's bloated budget. Is that the one where Carl Sagan is? Is Carl Sagan's uh, yes. voice recorded on yes. that, or did he, he just is. like pick some songs or something? Did Everything. Put, there's like, some a lot Beethoven of, and stuff, stuff like on. that. Oh yeah. A little let's get be back good. to the message at hand here. All right. So the question is, what does Don, this have to we do know with that lizard Don, people? We know that Donald Trump uh, wants to help fight lizard people. That's why he created the space force yep. to help keep the definitely Earth safe not a space way force. for him to waste taxpayers' money. And give contracts out to his friends. Definitely not a way to give less money to poor people. We know and that more money into stuff we will never use. Definitely. Never I don't know why happen. they cut NASA's funding if they're just going. Because they're a to bunch of nerds, bro. We don't need to know what's going on out there. We need to know what's going on because Trump right doesn't have any here. friends working at NASA. Because the lizard people aren't out there. They're right in our own backyards. And so I think uh, we we all know we explored last week and the week before about how the coronavirus may be tied to alien conspiracy. I have a theory that we remember how we talked about how it might have come from the mini moon, of course, and that the mini moon may have been a mini spaceship. There's a, or that a the, chunk of space rock that came into Earth's orbit and was orbiting Earth, a satellite, a.k.a. a mini-moon. Also, we know that the moon itself is a hollowed-out spaceship that they shoot lizard holograms into our brains from. Yes. And we know that it was funded by Bill Gates. We explained all that Ooh, I got in detail last Bill week. Bill Gates news this week. But uh, I think that there's there's something else that we're not missing. These aliens, remember, did you ever see War of the Worlds? Of course. They tried to tell us War of the Worlds ends, of course, when the, the humans defeat the aliens by uh, accidentally infecting them with viruses the same way that we did to the Native Americans. <laughs> uh, ex- yeah. Minus the accidentally part. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, maybe it's possible that aliens, a.k.a. lizard people, are here among us, and this is like a reverse War of the Worlds scenario. Maybe one of the alien viruses got out, and that's why uh, our bodies aren't evolved to handle something like this, oh. because it's a it's an interstellar virus. That is why, that's why we haven't seen it before on Earth. That's why it's a novel coronavirus, because it came from the stars. So novel, you could write a book about it. It came from... Lizard people, Chuck. Now, I got something for us. We've been talking a lot about Bill Gates and Agenda 21. Well, this is why they tried to, this is why they declassified the UFO stuff to say, listen, people, UFOs are real. Aliens and lizard people are the ones that are giving us these viruses. They're from the Draco constellation. The government is afraid they're sharing this information with us. So, Donald Trump, true patriot, friend of the show, DJ Trump, uh, declassified this to show and to give us a little nod that we're on the right track. That's scary why he was times. too busy to call us. Scary times. Uh, uh, scary times. Also, we know that um, it's also uh, linked up to the Illuminati and Satanism, mm-hmm. because as we discussed last week, there's six letters in the word Corona, and the letters <laughs> in Corona add up to 666, six, six. so that's 666 six, 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 uh-huh. is, is represented by the word Corona. But you sent this to me last week. Oh, I'm very happy that I pointed this out to you uh, and sent it to you. If you count the letters in Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein Obama, that's 18. How many How many letters? Coronavirus, 19. No, Barack Hussein Obama is 19. Barack 
Hussein Obama. Adds a, at 19 letters, and the name of the virus is COVID-19. Oh, no way. Wake up, sheeple. That's what people are protesting this thing are showing, by the way, guys. They're not educated biscuits and gravyites like us. Now, we know that Bill Gates is trying to depopulate the earth. Right. We, we In fact, that. this has been scrubbed from the internet, but my good friends on the dark web have sent me over this. David Icke? That originally, the Gates Foundation was called Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control. Ooh, baby. Really? Yep. And wh- where, what was the source on that? Adam Curry. And they originally... Well, that sounds delicious. And... <laughs> Seriously, though, it's not – they're not even trying to hide it, man. They've always talked about it. It's right out in the open. It's right out in the open, man. Bill Gates did a Reddit AMA where he said that he's using vaccines, mandatory vaccines, to put microchips in people that have nanobots in them that are activated by 5G wireless. So he could monitor them. And David Icke confirmed it, and so, uh-huh. did, so did friend of the show, Roger Stone. Now, I'm very angry about all this, Vincent Fody, because why would the U.S. government be so nice to us to share information? Is the U.S. government our enemy? Are they our friends? Is the U.S. government different groups of people? Is it is Trump different from the military? How does this all work? Do you know who Roger Stone has a tattoo of on his back? I don't know. You don't know this? No. This is true. Roger Stone has a full back tattoo of Richard Nixon. No way. <laughs> if that doesn't say that he's legit, I don't know what does. Mm. Pure oh as the God. snow. That oh, my stone. Lord. So much going on for conspiracy. Why are they making us all wear masks? Are we one more step to turning Muslim and wearing full facial gear? What's going on here, America? I don't know. But uh, I think that's why... Um, I think that's why the... The technology companies have been working so hot, hard to do um, like eye and retina scans because they have to be able to use face, facial recognition technology. They're terrible. All this facial recognition our, ter- is even terrible. Even with our masks on. Ah! So they know if we have masks on, it's going to make it harder. That's why they need to get uh, uh, retina scans for everybody. Now, I got three other So, guys, turn your, turn your retina you. scans off on your iPhones. Three other brief conspiracies for you today, Vince Fodi. Three other Three other brief, 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 brief. All right, lay it on One, the string bean. Brigham Young University, right? The Mormons. I already don't like it. You already don't like it. Mormons have a college. Isn't that where Ted went? They want to <laughs> indoctrinate people and not doctor the way that Ted's not a doctor. They got $32 million in relief money. They had a $90 million profit last year, Brigham Young University. And they have $100 billion in savings. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, and uh, they, um, the the Mormon Church uh, has run up against the same problem that Scientology has, where if you're going to get tax exempt status, you're not allowed to hoard money. You're not allowed to have all that money in savings, so they have to hide all that money. Um, and a lot of uh, the best way to do that is real estate. That's why the Mormon Church Mormons own so much land in Hawaii. It's the, unbelievable. Plus, don't also. Oh yeah, uh, what's the the Haggai Institute? Is that yeah. is that Mormon or is that it's just, Islamic? It's a funnel. No, it's it's missionaries. Somebody's hiding money there Christian. somehow. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Scientology they own all this all this uh, land and real estate all over the world, and it's only because they're not allowed to keep all that all that money. The Catholic Church similar has all the goblets of gold and stuff. 
Right. They they just invest in like a lot of Renaissance art and stuff. So like here's that, a conspiracy and... for you guys. Maybe the government doesn't have your best interests, and when they talk about redistributing wealth, they are talking about giving it to people who are already rich. Because I can tell you, people that are listening to the show, I can tell you, I bet you haven't received your unemployment immediately. I bet you haven't gotten your six hundred dollars immediately from the government. Oh, oh, Vincent Foti's shocked over here. But who did get the refund? Brigham Young bread. University. Oh yeah, Panera bring, Bread. Bring are they in cahoots Ruth, with Panera Ruth Chris Steakhouse getting all this money. All right, one conspiracy down, two more to go. Epstein's personal photographer was found dead. Uh oh. Right after the biscuits and gravy show last week. Oh, this we're, came across we my exposed, biscuit desk. Where we exposed uh, that Jeffrey Epstein was still alive. So he but was then he died went missing for a month. They found him in the woods. How did they find him in the woods? Why are you in the woods? It's in a locked hole. down. And he had supposed to have stash of incriminating evidence, photos of Epstein's clientele. Epstein was trafficking young girls with the elite so the lizard people could eat their bloods. Or maybe it's because the elite have enough money they can get away with all the deep, deprived shit they're doing. It's terrible. Rich people are sex trafficking young people. And, the and they're getting away with it. the last loose thread. Mm. And now he's gone. Now he's out of the picture. So they're going to get away with it. Finally, on a funny conspiracy theory. There's nothing funny about uh, being having the wool pull over New York mayor check. encouraged people to take pictures of breaking the law, okay? A.K.A. Big Brother always watching, okay? Well, they've been preparing Narking us for on this your neighbors. our whole lives. And now New York City was one of the toughest places for lockdown because it's We're a like stick Narc hole. City. Ugh. New York City is gross. They really should be in a lockdown all the time anyway, though. <laughs> it's a disgusting place, but the pizza's amazing. But you are allowed to, to be but topless in New York New City. New York City, as we all know, people in New York— you know it's legal for women to be topless in New York City? I, I'm enjoying it right now, actually. That's I'm, true. Whoa, you, you, you can be topless in Maui, too. You can walk around with your boobies out in New York City. I'm, I'm liking that, actually. That's cool. Yeah. That, that... So, you know, New Yorkers, not afraid of— Now, funny enough— the last They're not New afraid York, of boobies. The last New York mayor got in trouble because of what? Taking pictures of his what, Vincent Fodi? His junk? His yeah, right? Remember that? Was Anthony Weiner? Yeah, was taking pictures of, of his Anthony's Weiner. Yeah. Yeah. So New York City had this uh campaign multiple times. Not only for you to he... narc on your neighbors for breaking it. And do you know what they did instead? They they sent the police department to Anthony Weiner's house. No, the police department sent this number to send pictures to people breaking the law. Yeah. Instead, people flooded it with dick pics. Oh wow! Love it. That's Love funny. it. Do you, have, do you have the phone number if we want to? If you want to send your own dick pics at home, 808-873-3435. Text Tony Midnight your dick pics. We're not at KEKU Studios. 808-873-3435. Somebody will be there answering the phone. So uh, the takeaway from Conspiracy Cookbook this week is that even though there's a pandemic, even though COVID nineteen is so much mystery surrounding it, we cannot give up on the gravy. AKA, we cannot give up on other conspiracies, okay? Where is our money going? How is the government spending our money? How is the global elite using this to take advantage of us? And how can we be responsible enough to not forget the past conspiracies that are plaguing our America? Dollars. They're using okay? our tax dollars for to, to buy table settings for their centennial lizard smorgasbord. Ah, that sweet, sweet centennial lizard smorgasbord, baby. That stuff doesn't come cheap. Doesn't come cheap, baby. They have now, to have uh, We know there's going to be a huge baby boom after all of this. Who likes to eat babies? 
Lizards. Lizard people. And that is Conspiracy Cookbook. So uh, once all the babies born during quarantine are in their teens, will they be called quarantines? Oh, lordy. Nope, but they'll be on Epstein's Island. hey oh, all Hello. right. Sex all... trafficking is real, guys. Look out, Zoomers. Lizard people are the ultimate enemy, but let's not forget about government stealing your money, government giving money to more billionaires, not to you, because the government doesn't give a shit about you. And also, wear face masks and don't touch your eyes. Yeah, and wash your hands unless you're dirty. <laughs> That's how you know things are serious, that even Chuck has been washing his hands. And not touching my eyes. And not touch. Don't wash your hands and put your fingers in your eyes. Or anywhere else. (laughs) How come when when people on TV are getting getting choked to death, they never go for the eye gouge? Wouldn't, Wouldn't that be the first thing that you would do? I'd go for the face punch or the eye gouge. Actually, now that I'm trying to do it, I don't You're know if my hands go back You're not even supposed to do the two finger to the eye. You're supposed to do all your fingers to the eye. And uh, I yeah. gotta limber up a little bit because my my shoulders are kind of sore. Just trying to just trying to mime gouging an eye. If I don't limber up, I'll be me. more of a stump. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch a lot of movies uh, or talk about movies where people are getting strangled and not eye gouged, well, welcome to welcome to spoiler alert, my friend. So much conspiracies to talk about in the show. Now I'm excited to take a step back. We don't have to talk about take a breath. people. We can talk about fantasy worlds. Wasn't that nice having uh, Brian Michaels here? It was so great. I miss all the comedians. It was I just miss a, doing comedy. It was just so fortuitous that he happened to stop in <laughs> right at the right at the same time that we were here. And he brought me donuts <laughs> because I let him borrow my guitar for the video that he's doing. It's so nice. <laughs> so now I got a whole bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts. I thought he was just going to get me a dozen. He got me like two dozen donuts. That's a lot of donuts. That's way too many for a Diana's going to be very excited because she loves donuts. She loves Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, nice. And uh, she's been talking about donuts lately, so it's going to be a very nice surprise for her. <laughs> also, uh, we, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, speaking of spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. In the movie Hateful Eight, or the series that's available on uh, Netflix right now, there's a scene where Kurt Russell smashes a guitar. And for the movie... They got this like forty thousand dollar antique Martin guitar. From, it was like, on loan the from late... the Smithsonian. It was on yeah, it was on loan from the Smithsonian. It's like the first Western guitar. And uh, they lent it to him, and nobody told Kurt Russell that he was not supposed to. That he was supposed to. They had a bunch of doubles standing by, like lookalikes that he was supposed to smash. But he smashed the actual antique guitar, and everyone else knew that he did it. So the expressions on their face are real, and not acting. That, so they shouldn't be paid for the scene. And that shot where he smashes the guitar and, and the real reaction of the people reacting to him smashing the guitar is the, is the shot that's used in the movie. They just, did, they just kept the first take. So that's a little bit of uh, fun movie trivia for you. Um, if you're a big Tarantino fan, I'm sure you would enjoy something like that well let's talk about all the other stuff that's on have you been uh have you been enjoying all the hbo stuff that's going on i love hbo love hbo spoiler alert by the way is brought to us by gary oldman senior center if your years are golden spend them with oldman thanks for tuning into the biscuits and gravy show biscuits gravy live from the biscuit bunker and rebroadcasted on kaku kaku <laughs> 88.5 the voice of maui Consideration for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. And also Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. We're talking HBO. Vincent Foti in the studio today spoiling some TV shows for us. I don't watch enough TV, but I feel like I watch enough TV because you are so good at relaying this information to me, Vincent Foti. Right, I so, love it. 
So uh, there's some good stuff. I mean, I finished off all the... We, we talked about Curb. We talked about McMillions. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's some stuff that's on HBO right now, um, which is pretty darn good. That is that pretty darn still yet to be explored. There's a new show called Run, which is... Run is a show that... Uh, it's about it, diarrhea. It follows the, this couple who... they Has diarrhea. They knew each other before, and then they, they went their separate ways and picked up like their own separate lives. Go y'all. And then uh, they decided that if 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 they text each other the word run, once they do that, uh, they have to pick up from their lives and just run away and meet each other and get on a train and go start totally new lives. On a train? Does it take place in America? Uh, it does take place in America. Mm, it seems like fiction. Despite that we don't have a good train system. A good train system. We it's need expensive. more uh, rail infrastructure in this country. We I could, used to like a good bullet train Joe really Biden tie everything together. because... I thought he was all about trains. I didn't know he was just running trains on his interns without their consent. Mm. <laughs> That's rough. That's some um, speculative <laughs> information here on the show. But seriously, look up Tara Reid. That allegation is brought to us by Tara Reid's audiobooks. <laughs> not affiliated with the woman who feels really uncomfortable. <laughs> and also not affiliated with Audible, our sponsor this week. <laughs> Audible, give us some money. So what else have you been watching, Vincent Fody, man? What else have you been watching? Uh, so I've been watching Run. That's that's only three episodes deep. Run, uh, run, run, run. Season run, three of Westworld mega, mega is two. getting um, more and more confusing uh, i'm not gonna watch it then um it's <laughs> not it's not confusing in a bad way the way season two was needlessly confusing mm. it's just uh there's a lot to follow right now and you don't really know who's the same isn't jesse from breaking bad in it because not only do they have uh robots and people they also have simulations that what? people can get plugged into they have real people that have been turned into robots what's that arnold schwarzenegger movie where you don't know if he's in a simulation in mars or not uh, Total Recall. Total Recall! Get your ass to Mars! Oh, I love that movie. Aye. The last six minutes of Total Recall, it's just him being suffocated and his Aye. eyes popping out. It's great. Uh, but Westworld's pretty good. Um, it's uh, If you followed it this far, uh, I think they're like six or seven episodes in. I'm looking forward to seeing how this season ends, but it's just like you don't know. Not only do they have like... like Robots that look like real people, and then real people that turn out to be robots. They also have a simulation uh, park that you don't know whether or not it's the real life. And then there's there's like a matrix that robots can get plugged into, so you don't know if that's if that's wh- really where the robots are. There's there's a lot of ways for them to pull the wool over your eyes in that show. I love that expression, pull the wool. It over keeps my eyes. Uh, except when the government does it to us. Oh, I'm sorry, that was conspiracy. <laughs> um, oh. I, I was talking a lot about the plot against America also. A little mini series by our friend sky. David Lucky Simon. Lucky Lindy, racist guy. It's about uh, Charles Lindbergh. It's about, uh, getting, Charles Lindbergh. it's about Charles Lindbergh getting alternate universe. president. You know we love alternate universes here on the we Biscuits and Gravy Show. Universes. That's also where the, some of the lizards come from. Yeah, the demonoid overlords. Now, some people will claim that lizard people come from an alternate universe. You got a nice dresser, bro. I think uh, lizard people come from our universe. They're just from very the Draco far. They're from the Draco constellation, but I'm sure they're shape-shifting demonoid overlords. There is infinite universes, and I'm sure lizard people do exist in most of those as well. Mm-hmm. You can find out about that on HBO. I saw a foreign <laughs> film last the night. Against America is all about lizard people. I saw a foreign film last night that I want to recommend to people. What's that? It's Parasite? called The Platform. 
the platforms. And it's originally Spanish. By the way, a lot of white people in Spain. I had to explain that to Governor Chris Christie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about a guy who wakes up in if, prison. If they're speaking Spanish, but they look like a white person. It's Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the movie The Cube? It's a sci-fi movie from like 20 years Lopez? ago. No, 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 no. That's The Cell. Oh, that's right. like the only good. Oh no, yeah, I saw the cube. That's a, it's a giant cube and it's got all the rooms in yeah, it. Yeah, and the different rooms, different ways to kill you, and you yeah. don't really know what's going on. And yeah. it's really low budget. Man, good, good sci-fi, good thriller. Yeah. So the platform guy wakes up in prison, but the prison is one cell per floor, almost infinite number of floors. Is it a hundred? Is it two hundred? Is it three hundred floors? I'm sure viewers and listeners and have seen the cube. The middle of the of the cell that you're in, there's two people in a cell. There's a huge hole, so you could kind of jump to the floor below you, but you'd probably die. Yeah. And a platform, kind of like a a concrete floating cube, goes up and down the tower, the cell tower, and it starts in floor one, has all the food, and then they eat it. You have two minutes to eat per day, and it goes down. So by the time you're on floor 30, there's food, but it's all been, like, pigsty eaten through. By the time you're on floor 100, there's no food left, and it goes all the way down to 200 or more. Whoa. And it's a big reflection. Now, on this cell tower is not a 5G cell tower. It's it? a, No, not at all. Is because the twist at the end? It would have been torn down. <laughs> COVID-19. But you watch it. It has a couple twists in it. It sounds like Snowpiercer, but vertical instead yeah, of horizontal. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> got a good Snowpiercer vibe to it. But watch Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, they were eating roaches It's a good all, comment on humanity, on how the rich people have too much and the poor people fight over scraps and Are we hurt talking about Snowpiercer still? Uh, they're making a show out of Snowpiercer? How are oh. they going to do that? Hey, did you know that Hobbs and Shaw is on HBO? I <laughs> So if you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, because as soon as it came out, I downloaded it, obviously. I, uh-huh. I, I oh, you didn't wait for it to go on HBO with all the other shitty movies? I had I couldn't wait to see my Hobbs and Shaw. HBO, great quality original content. Kind of bummed that the... Uh, shitty. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of bummed that the uh, the new Fast and the Furious movie got uh, delayed. Ugh. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did, and I was so happy. Because <laughs> Fast and the Furious sucks. But if you love Fast and the Furious like myself, Hobbs and Shaw, you can see that on HBO now. What else have you been watching this week, Vincent Fodi? Uh, I finished watching Plot Against America. It's only a mini series, so it's uh, only six episodes. So you can you can bang that out in one afternoon. Bang it out, baby! Uh, I've been watching season three of The Expanse. There's four seasons out right now. What? Uh, just uh, almost done watching season. It's an three, Amazon actually. original. The Expanse is on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's an if it's. Uh, I'm telling you, it's an Amazon an, original. It is an Amazon original. Although they it's do based that on and a, they lie. Like the Discovery Channel will be like, "This is a Discovery original," and you're like, "Really?" Because it was on the BBC last year. Yeah, I don't know if it was on the Sci-Fi Channel or if it was original. Sci-Fi Channel. I love Sci-Fi, man. Uh, sci-Fi. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Mornings, if you guys dude. haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, Watching Battlestar Galactica and then is, by MST3K. is one of the best uh, shows that you can just Mystery binge watch. Science Theater 3000. What are you the, talking about? Battlestar Galactica? Never heard Never the, heard of it. The, just kidding. The newer TV show yeah. with uh, Edward James Olmos. Not to be confused with Firefly, which people also S the D out of a lot. Uh, well, Firefly was only, what, one season? I don't know. Where, where and then it got a cult following. Mm. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, I think, went on a little too long, but both are good uh, sci-fi Meh. stables. Meh. But if you like Battlestar Galactica, you might like The Expanse. It takes place in the future where there's people living on Earth, there's people living on Mars, there's people living in the asteroid belts, and uh, these three groups of people have gone 
have grown apart from each other. So there's a lot of like political stuff, like the Mars people don't really like the Earth people. Why would they? The people mining the asteroid belts have their own sort of society. They're called belters. <laughs> um, and then there's like a proto molecule. I don't know. I ha- I just what finished. the heck is a proto? I'm almost done season three, and uh, Tom Jane I think just showed back up. So I don't know what's going on. Are you watching Picard? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Chuck, because I am watching Picard. So you're telling me Star Trek, The Next Generation, great TV show, the one you watched with your mom growing up, right? Everyone watched that show with their moms growing up, I assume? Star right. Trek, Next Generation? Whoopi Goldberg was in there at Whoopi some point. Whoopi Goldberg? They didn't have to put makeup on her, and she still looked like a Klingon. Hey, all right! <laughs> Burn it, Whoopi Goldberg! Bye. Ah! That's a really Jewish last name. I never noticed that. Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. That's a hella Jewish last name. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh, she on, she's uh, actually one of the writers on The Goldbergs. It's based on, I think it's based on Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I've never seen The Goldbergs, but that's so what I've been they told. Re, instead of rebooting the show entirely with the same name, they just have a show called Picard. So there's, how familiar are you with the Star Trek uh, franchise, Chuck? I detest the condescending tone in your voice, young man. Okay. So <laughs> but very unfamiliar is the but, answer. Um, <laughs> I, I like the original series. I'm a loser. I'm not a nerd. I'm, I'm, a, just... big, I'm a big fan of the original series that's got uh, Ca- Captain Kirk in it. And then after the original series. You know, I opened up for up, Captain Kirk and almost killed him. I know you did. Biscuitiers, <laughs> uh, I had the flu and I had to open up for a comedy show. I shouldn't have opened up for two reasons. For One, the chat? For the chat. William Shatner, the William Shatner. I was, I, in front of the show, Brian Michaels, opened up for him. And I should have opened up for two reasons. One, I'm not that funny. Two, I had a terrible flu slash fever. Three, he's not a comedian. And yeah, <laughs> so they're like, oh, so he was later in the hospital. Oh, with so the same sickness. Do I you had. think you killed? You almost killed Chad. I almost killed the Chad. He's an American treasure. Well, anyway, I like the original Star Trek series, uh, and then after that, they did the Next Generation, where uh-huh. it was Captain Picard with Data. Data's in there. Uh, uh, Jordy LaForge. Ooh, Jordy LaForge. Played to perfection by one LeVar Burton, as everybody knows from... Uh, butterflies in the sky. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, I can fly twice as high. And then they did uh, They did Star Trek Voyager. They did that Star Trek sucks. Deep Space Nine. Which is not as good as the porn. Uh, and then there's there's a bunch of uh, there's movies. Bunch of there's a bunch of movies with Captain Picard Some of them are there. good, yeah. There's also a bunch of movies with uh, Shatner in them, too. Mm-hmm. There's like five or six of the original series movies. There's a handful of the Next Generation movies with Picard in them. Uh, and then a couple years ago, they did another Star Trek series, which is still on TV. It's in like its third season. Whoa, really? Uh, but then just this year, they did another Star Trek series. Another another. Another another, which actually has Picard in it. And he's all washed up, and he's looking for... Uh, he thinks data may still exist uh, as he may have transferred his consciousness into his daughter, which is uh, which was like another. That's synthetic a creative organi- way to not bring the actor back. It's a synthetic organism that was that was made from his neurons. I thought they found the actor, and he was coming back on the show. Uh, Spoiler alert! In yeah. upcoming episodes, I haven't seen them yet, but uh, I'm a, oh, I just finished like four episodes or so. They're bringing Reading Rainbow back. I gotta say, Picard, uh, not bad. He's if, washed up. If you're a star, if you're a Star Trek fan, you'll probably enjoy Picard. I know I've been enjoying it so far. Um, so between that and uh, the Loop and the Expanse, I've definitely been getting a lot of my sci-fi in. 
Uh, oh, and also on the sci-fi thing, have you seen that show Future Man? Remember we were talking about I that? I love Future Man, yeah. So I had only seen the first two seasons. The second season ends with uh, oh, we Seth Rogen. than me. And then the th- I didn't know there was a third season. So I don't know when it came out, but there's a whole third season, and the, the end of the third season is the series Future finale. Man is people from the future go back in time to get somebody who is really good at something, but they don't realize that he was a janitor who was good at a video game. Yeah, it turned out he was good at and a video game. And not a superhuman, uh, awesome And then it fighter. kind of spirals off from there. And then at the end of season two, they find out that they thought they were trying to time travel to change the future. Also, but it turns out they were just creating alternate timelines. And then they end up getting thrown in time jail. The to herpes ruined the future future. And also, uh, Seth Rogen is like a time cop who runs uh, the time jail. Seth Rogen is time cop. And then uh, the third season is available now. That's on Hulu. So if you what else we got for spoiler alerts on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Vincent? Oh, Bobby. I've got so much stuff to talk about. So much stuff. We are live from the Biscuit Bunker, and we're going to be rebroadcasted on KAKU, KAKU 88.5. We're in the Biscuit Bunker with the one, the only, Vincent Fody, and he's spoiling TV shows for me. Well, April is almost over. Today's the 29th, Ooh, which baby. means tomorrow, the 30th, is the last day of April. April so, which means April. we're almost at May. And uh, May 3rd, May guess what is, uh, guess what's coming out May 3rd? <gasps> New Rick and Morty! The second half of season four of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. So Finally. one of the guys from Community making a cartoon. Dan Harmon. About. Of Community and Harmon Town. And oh, yeah. And all that stuff, and uh, he he teamed up with uh, with Josh Roy- animator <laughs> voiceover Roy- Josh Roy- uh, Justin Roiland. There we go. And uh, they created Rick and Morty, and so it's been it's been a long time uh, between the first half and the second half of the season. That's the show with the kid and the scientists, and the they go into space. Don't act like you don't know Rick and Morty. Universes. Come on. You know what else is out? Uh, what we do in the shadows season two. Is that funny? The movie's so funny, but I don't want to give the show. The series is. I would have been the first person to say whether if it didn't live up to my expectations, but I gotta <laughs> say it did. Uh, it surpassed my expectations. Uh, so the first season, the whole first season's out. There's about three episodes available so far on the second season, and the episodes come out every Wednesday, which means uh, you might be able to watch it tonight. Tonight, and then they everything that happens uh, on FX because it's an FX show gets pr- uh, broadcast the next day on Hulu, so you can Hulu. watch it tomorrow on Hulu. Um, Who knew Hulu? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is already getting Emmy buzz. Um, this show is great. If you haven't seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it's on Amazon Prime. There's three seasons available. I watched the first two seasons. We pounded them out. Um. I don't have I Amazon really, Prime. If you really could give me watch your Amazon Prime uh, contact at the biscuits and gravy, the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. The biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. Watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's so good. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is a national treasure. I don't know what we would do without him. He also, I think, he won back to back Emmy uh, wins. Oh yeah, for best supporting actor in a comedic Dude, show. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub is crushing it, and I gotta say, everything ageless. Is, by the way, he's that still show, handsome and ugly at the same time. That show is firing on all cylinders. Whether you're a comedian or not, uh, it's loosely based on Joan Rivers', Rivers mm. uh, kind of rise to stardom. But it's just a really great show. A, a romantic, a romanticized look at. Um, Female comedian careers in the uh, the fifties, sixties. 
Definitely worth checking out. Better Call Saul series finale was you this week. Love that show, man. I love Better Call Saul. It's just I think it's the best show on TV right Bob now. Bob Odenkirk. Um, it's it's a slow paced show, so it's even better to binge watch. So if you haven't seen any of it, I think four see the first four seasons are available on Netflix. So get watching. Finish watch Breaking Bad first, and then start watching Better Call Saul. You won't be disappointed. And also, uh, I've been watching a lot of Coen Brothers movies. Oh yeah, we watched. Um, no Country for Old Men. I love No Country for Old Men. And who shows up? A friend of the show, Woody Harrelson. Is in it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because we had just watched Zombieland Double Tap. Like, a, a week or so ago, we watched Zombieland. Then we watched Zombieland great hats in both movies. Double Tap. And uh, then we just watched uh, No Country for Old Men, and he showed up again. Oh, yeah. He showed up again. So, I got you got to... Oh, you know what else is good? You look so excited right now. I'm I can't believe it. I'm oh thinking about rewatching season one of True Detective. No, you're also not. Also starring Woody Harrelson. Love which season is one with Matthew McConaughey. Season one is also so good. Fantastic in like the nudity second, in the in, in like the one. second episode. Woody Harrelson has sex with his girlfriend and oh, they show her boobs. Oh, so good. They're some of the best boobs I've ever seen in my entire life. We had a huge life. debate whether they're real or fake. If you want to listen to season one, episode thirty-nine. Of the Biscuits and Gravy Show? I know, just making all this <laughs> up. Episode 69, season 420. <laughs> this is the oh 206th episode of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, by the way. Whoa, we're doing it, baby. We did our 200th episode, and then society fell apart. Society! And this is like our fifth or sixth episode from the Biscuit Bunker. Just like 10% into the episode. What's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Quick. All right, I... Don't think about it. No, I don't know. Not Barton Fink. Not, well, that's nobody's favorite Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Love it. So funny. Raising, did you ever see Raising Arizona? Yeah. Nick yeah. Cage? Nick Cage. A Good young Nick Cage. Nick Cage. They said okay. his inspiration for that character was Wile E. Coyote. Nice. So, yeah, Nick Cage has, like, he has a lot of, um, he does a lot of method stuff and weird acting techniques. And so he was he was trying to put himself in the mindset of Wile E. Coyote for that movie. If you've, if you've never seen Raising Arizona, great movie. Great movie. Great. If you love Co- Coen Brother dialogue, mm-hmm. you're going to love it. Did you ever see, uh, what was it, True Grit? True Grit, yeah. True Grit was uh, Coen Brothers. Big Lebowski. I guess I'm going to have to say Big Lebowski, although I do really love Fargo. Oh, Brother Wartel. Fargo Fargo, so I think, good. might be my favorite. In lieu of watching the fourth season of Fargo, I'm so disappointed. Delayed, maybe the fourth season was supposed to come out. It's supposed to have Chris Rock in it. Diana's never seen the original Fargo movie, so I think uh, we, might, we might watch that together for our next movie night. So good. They have a wood chipper scene in it. That ah. also has a wood chipper scene, like friend of the show, Brian Michaels. I gotta look up that Ernest Today thing. Today we're gonna be feeding a homeless person on the wood chipper and eating. <laughs> Gross. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with slimming. He doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Looking hey. for quality crochet equipment, Chuck? I've got a name. I've got a name. And also by Stephen Tyler's hand carved arrows. When you need a quality arrow, trust an Aerosmith. <laughs> Anything else for spoiler today, Vince Foti? Oh man, I covered so much for spoiler. What a alert. great show we've had here today in the Biscuit Bunker. I can't bunker. think of anything else. Um, I don't know. Next week on the show, we're going to talk more lizard people. We're definitely going to talk Epstein. about lizard people, I assume. More cheese and cured meat and, for sure. Uh, I will have finished uh, season three of The Expanse Ooh. by then, so we'll spoil that for you. I uh, am subscribed to a Food of the World Month Club. 
where every month I get mailed different snacks from different countries. Yeah. And the first uh, month it was France, then it was Brazil. Is there anything from China? And then <laughs> it's uh, Scandinavia, which is Ludafisk, which is three countries, and everything in it's pretty yum town. But I got a lot so, of black licorice. Do you like black licorice? Nobody likes black licorice. No one does. You know, people have asked if they like black licorice. I need to pawn this black licorice off to somebody. I mean, that's I what... can't eat black licorice, not, man. Not only is black licorice not good, but also I got alcohol poisoning from drinking absinthe yeah. one time. Oh, whoa. And uh, you know how when you drink, when you get really sick on something, it spoils it for you for yeah. a long time? So for years, I couldn't drink absinthe, Sambuca. Uh, Anna Zed, even Jaeger has a little Ugh. bit of that licorice flavor. Those, all those drinks suck, though. Well, because they all take, taste like black licorice. Oh, that's why. But you can't go to an Italian wedding and not do a Sambuca toast, so at some point, you're going to have to get over it. Mm. Well, I just feel Italian like a Kardashian relatives. when I eat black licorice, you know? Today's show is brought to us by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. Ray would be the... I understand, Chuck. Okay. All right, you ready? To, you ready to get into Chuck stuff and knowledge? Oh boy, am I ready! Well, it's been one hell of an episode here in the Biscuits and Gravy oh. Show. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits I'm and exhausted. Gravy Show, man. I'm at Pizzeria sweating. Friend, we got to see friend of the show Brian Michaels, Ooh. who has not appeared on the show since the uh, lizard dick fiasco. I think he's been on there. The turtle dick. The turtle dick incident. That's when he got banned. I don't know. I don't. I don't. He hasn't been on in a long time. And we then said he said turtle dick too many times on the radio. He said and turtle our dick a lot. Came in. With a post-it note saying, don't say turtle dick. Shaggy came in yelling. He's like, stop saying turtle dick. <laughs> and it's never been the same. And then he got into a, an online troll war with a friend of the show, Somebody. DJ Tony Two Hoops. Uh, so he's he's been uh, persona non grata over it. <laughs> Wait, does persona non grata mean good or bad? That means you bake the potatoes. All grata. He's been persona <laughs> all grata. <laughs> So as you know, every week we do Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck That's when Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo. I am the room. smartest buffalo in the bunker. And uh, he is the smartest buffalo in the bunker. Yeehaw! So don't forget to email us your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We'll That's thebiscuitsandgravy at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. We'll ask Chuck your questions live on the air. Don't forget to send your answers in because I don't want to research your trivia questions, even though I already know the answers. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is presented in a part by... Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. <laughs> Leaky Umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount... I think Winona Ryder, she's in the the plot against America. Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. Make your eggs, Benedicts. All right, so you ready, Chuck? <laughs> We're ready for Chuck stuff and knowledge, Buffalo. All right, so our first question comes from Jack in Austin, Texas. He wants to know what famous comedian was known for his dirty versions of nursery rhymes. What famous comedian was known for his dirty nursery rhymes? Oh, like Jack and Jill and up the hill. That, that, that's uh, Both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with two Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, hey, they didn't go up there for water. Andrew Dice Clay. The Dice Man is absolutely nice. correct. 
All right, our second question comes from Amy. Didn't they have a show, like a, a show yeah, on Showtime that I lasted saw one season? Th- something about him a couple years ago. You know, he was the dad and a star was born. What? Tell me something. With Lady Gaga? Yeah, he was the dad in that movie. Tell me something, boy. Never sing again on this Wait, show his, again. His, 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 you promise me right now Wait, you're An- never going to sing again on the show. Andrew Dice Clay was in A Star Is Born? He was in A Star Is Born. With Tell the, me something. With the, what's his name? Adrian Brody? What's this? It's not Adrian Brody. <laughs> Get the hell out of this biscuit bunker. <laughs> I hate you. Chris Pratt? <laughs> Chris Pratt! Uh, no. If you know the name of the guy, the really handsome guy that was in A Star is Born. Give us a call at 808-873-3435. Tell, us, tell Tony two tokes. Mail me at 204 Luakaha Circle, Kihei, Hawaii, 96753. Or email us at gravy at gmail.com. He was in The Hangover. How do we not know this dude's name in A Star is Born? Oh, I'm going to know in a second. Sam Elliott. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got my IMDb right here. His name is Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Sam Elliott was like the manager or something. Or his brother. His brother. Also the manager. Oh, Sam Elliott's so good. All right. Let's get back to Chuck stuff. The knowledge buffalo. (sighs) So first question to answer was Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay is absolutely correct. You're one for one. Second question comes from Amy in Portland, Maine. She wants to know, how much time is four score and seven years ago? How much Abraham Lincoln made the phrase four score and seven years very popular? Uh, What is 87 years? 87 years is absolutely correct. A score is 20. A score is 20 years. So four times 20 plus seven is 87. You're absolutely correct. Oh, man, this is nice. I like being smart. All right, you got two out of two. You ready to go for, for three out of three? Oh, baby. It's been a while since That's you what got they call in baseball a triple hat. Uh, <laughs> 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 Our third question comes from Graham and Hilo. He wants to know The Rock. We all know a friend of the show, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne oh, Johnson's I thought this was going to be about a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie The Rock. <laughs> How many times did they say the word fuck? <laughs> all right. The Rock plays what kind of professional athlete who ends up becoming the Tooth Fairy in the 2010 comedy The Tooth Fairy? There's a movie. Oh, he's a football player. There's a movie from 2010 called 20, The Tooth. It's 10 years old. Called The Tooth Fairy. Dwayne Johnson plays a professional athlete who becomes a tooth fairy. What kind of athlete was he? Uh, I'm saying what sport, football player. What sport did he play? Football? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. That is actually hockey. He was a hockey player. That's stupid. He's not the build Much for like, hockey. Who was the guy from American Pie who was in the um, the movie The Goon? Goon? <laughs> where yeah. a, he was a hockey player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Because think about it. Hockey players are known for getting their teeth knocked out. Oh, The Tooth right. Fairy. Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm. was a hockey player. Did you not see 2010's to the Tooth Fairy starring I, Dwayne Johnson? You know what? I was too busy watching Fast and the Furious. Or... <laughs> One of the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> the plural of Fast and the Furious. Oh, normally I get the sports questions in movies, right? Yeah, well, we all we all know that sports is your Achilles' so oh, But we got two no. out of three, Chuck, and you know what they say. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thank you so much for making Biscuits and Gravy a part of your life. I love this show. I love all you people. Thanks for staying home. Thanks for not going out in public. Thanks for wearing a mask. 
Thanks for not protesting the coronavirus. <laughs> people are doing it May 2nd. May 2nd? Yeah. It's what, here? Pro- nah, everywhere. Oh, that's funny. All the capitals, you're supposed to be doing it May 2nd. Yeah, we're going to raise that curve. Oh, lordy lord. Uh, hey, listen. A lot of people died already, and we've been on lockdown. What's going to happen if we don't do a lockdown? More people are going to die. I guess we just have to accept that a lot of people are going to die. I, I think uh, most of our leaders have already reserved themselves to that fact. So the faster we get on board, the faster we can all go back to normal. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. So go out and cough on your neighbor. <laughs> hopefully we'll see you next week live from the Biscuit Bunker. Uh, thanks for tuning in to KAKU. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'll see you next time. Same biscuit place. And from me to you, hello! Ha 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 ha!